Hey guys! Hello everybody! Welcome back to another episode of Slash Hag. Episode 9. Like, one of our last episodes. This could be considered the last episode. The last episode. Stay tuned at the very end of the episode to find out what's coming next. Special, special things. Get excited. This is like the last official episode. Yeah, crazy. We made it. We've come so far. Truthfully. Um, well, Kyle, what's new? There's a lot that's new, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how much I can or want to talk about on here. Well, up to your but discretion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, work was good last week. Very busy at work. Um, I'm very, very excited for this upcoming week to pretty much have like a week-long break. I am going into work tomorrow and going straight home and starting my like Thanksgiving fall break. I'm Love. so excited. To just like also like spend time with my family and like eat a lot of Thanksgiving food. Yeah. Um, excited for that. And then um, Friday night we saw Thanksgiving, which yes. we'll get all into that later. Oh, don't you worry. Of course, it's the name of the episode. Yes. And then I went to a like brat birthday party Friday night. Okay. It was interesting. It was like also like a combined like Emerson party with like. Was it a birthday of the frat or? So it was a birthday of a brother who used to be in the frat, but he like transferred. And then last night was a very busy night. Um, I had was going to a sorority semi formal at Lansdowne Pub actually, the first time I've ever been there. Um, and like, so we started pre gaming for this at four. It was like a pre game, then another pre game, then the semi at seven. And obviously, like, uh, actually, that was a fun time. And then we went to a frat after, and that was also a fun time. And then I saw the new Hunger Games movie tonight. How was it? It was incredible, actually. It was so good. Okay. I wish you were a Hunger Games fan, so we could talk about it a little bit more. I know. I've really never seen it. But we actually did get a request on the Instagram. I saw And they wanted us to talk about it. So, I mean, like, if you want to talk about it now, take your moment. Yeah, it's also, I have it, like, later on down oh, the line, sure, too. Oh, sure, 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 sure. So, I, uh, we'll get into it, but yeah. what's new with you? Well, um, same thing. I've been working like crazy. Um, working in retail during this holiday season is um, brutal. Yeah, throw back to my Starbucks days. Yeah, like, right now, it's not even in the thick of it yet. Like, Black Friday hasn't even hit yet, but, like, we do, like, a two-week Black Friday thing. Oh my god. Yeah. You're working on Black Friday, right? Yeah. Mmm. So much fun. What time yeah. like what time do you open? Is it like a midnight thing? No. Oh my god, no. No, 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 no. I um, wish. They need to bring back Black Friday. Girl, did you learn nothing from Thanksgiving? Yeah, true. <laughs> the movie. Um, but yeah, so it's just like very tiring, but luckily I'm not there too too often. Um but yeah, like I'm really excited for break to come. I have like one day of classes tomorrow and then work on Tuesday. Um, and then it officially begins, thank God. Um, and yeah, like same thing. I'm excited to spend time with family, but also to just like have like two, I only have like two days off. Yeah, that sucks. It's definitely something. Excited to see Wednesday and go to Fuddruckers. So true. Pay our deepest condolences yeah. to Fuddruckers in our hometown. Um, I can't believe that she's gone. Almost. I mean, like... We're going to go fair farewells. Yes. And then I hope that we get to sit in the The car. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a good send-off. 
Wow. That's all from me. Same. Should we get into the mini games? Let's do it. Stan slash can. Yeah, that's a good way to open it. Um, I'll go first. So my stand this week is Rachel Zegler. Um, okay. I like I just said I just literally came from the Hunger Games movie to to hear, um, and she was incredible. I a lot of people like have strong opinions on Rachel Zegler. Like I see a lot of hate for her on Twitter and like in the media and stuff. Then I see like people praising her. She deserves all the praise for this movie. She was incredible. Like it was such a good movie. So that's why she's my stand this week. Wow. And then. My can, I, like, I don't know why I'm choosing her, but Tate McRae. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Oh, okay. Um, so the only reason I'm choosing her is because I've been seeing so much hype for her and I don't get the hype. I saw someone compare her to Dua Lipa. Oh. And then I listened to a few songs. I was like, okay, maybe I can get with it. Like, maybe if she's like Dua, like, no, she's not. Shit, like, that music is the most boring, like, oh, like, it sounds like a cookie-cutter, like, pop song. And sure, the girl can dance. Like, I saw her dance. She's good. Okay. And what about it? The music's boring. Well, so, can Tate McRae. Can I jump into mine? Yeah. And pull a little reverse and start with my can, who is also Tate McRae. <laughs> <laughs> So, great minds think alike. Um, yeah, here's the thing. I saw her performance on SNL. Yes. And people were like, oh my God, like the last person that danced like this was Britney Spears. Oh my God. First of all, not true. Second of all, Britney Spears is dancing like this in her living room. Yeah. Like, girl, she's not giving that much. Um, and also, like you said, like the music is just not it. Like, it's just... It's so basic and bland. And I that's the other thing too. I know nothing about her. Like Which is like weird to me. Is it's not weird? Like I feel like she just like came like out of literally like nowhere. Like two weeks ago, if you were like Tate McCray, I would have been like who? Who? So that's the thing too. I'm like, where is her rich daddy, her rich granddaddy? Because like someone dropped a fortune on her PR and on her marketing. The record label is like pushing her. I saw a tweet today that was like RCA Records, she signed with them. They were like, oh, like we want Tate McRae to be like the next like big pop star of this generation. And here's the thing too. It's like, okay, you can want that, but not after like two songs were released. Yeah. Like you need to build to that. Like even Well, then Olivia she just go with an album. I feel like she just dropped an album. Maybe that's where all this hype is coming from. Well, I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I am, I know nothing about her. Yeah, same. But, like, the thing with Olivia Rodrigo, like, yes, she was pushed heavily for, like, a big debut pop artist, but she had so much history before that. And also the release of those, like, initial songs was so drawn out. Yeah. And also, like, people knew those songs. Yes. <laughs> Driver's License was unavoidable. Tate McRae, I don't think, I can't even name the Tate McRae song. No. I, what's it called? Greedy? I think. You'll never be Ari. No. Stop trying. Enough with Tate McRae. Yeah, no. What a, what a strange person. Alrighty. Well, then my stan is George Santos. <laughs> and listen. What an interesting list this week. <laughs> Never did I ever expect that. Never did I ever expect myself to be standing a Republican congressman. But look, he delivered some fierce storylines. If he <laughs> if he were on like 
Real Housewives, he would be getting center apple, center diamond, whatever. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, like... He'd be first chair next to he Andy. He would be first chair next to Andy. Like, he is delivering such funny storylines, and the fact that he's not even running for re-election makes me even happier, because that means that he's going to have a further career that has nothing to do with politics. So now... I'll he can be a drag queen full time. Honestly, like now, like the world is his oyster. Like, where is his book? Where is his Hulu original TV series deal? Like Ryan Murphy better get to work. This but, is the story of the lifetime. Honestly, like there's just something about him. Like, yes, he's like a shitty person in terms of beliefs, but like he knows how to make a girl edge bowl. I think he tweeted today, it was his tweet, like chapter two. And that was all <laughs> the tweet was. I was like, what? <laughs> Oh my God, he's tweeting like a drag race villain. Like, <laughs> oh, I love. Period. But yeah, definitely don't support him for his politics, but support him for the funny shit that he's been The meme of us. it all. Yes. Yeah. I think that brings us to news slash news. Great. Period. Um, I can give mine first. Um, I think like this is the most like notable news of the week for me, at least. Um, a fan died during a Taylor Swift concert in Brazil due to the heat. Yes, I also had that on my list. And actually, the reason why I had it on my list was because my dad was the one that told me about it. Oh. Um, so he told me to, like, shout him out when I was talking about this because um, he loves the attention. Um, but, yeah, that's honestly really crazy to me. I think the craziest part is that no one thought that that would be an issue. Yeah. And I'm not blaming Taylor. Like, I don't think that it's her or her team's fault at all. But, like, it's really the venue and, like, the government in Brazil who, like, had no foresight for anything that was going to happen. Well, so what they... I read this, like, the, um, like, arena or the stadium, whatever it is, they, like, shut off, like, the ventilation systems to, like... It was either something with, like, noise or, like, seeing, like, into the thing. So, like, there was no ventilation, like, in the stadium so it was like hot in there i also don't know how taylor swift like performed in those conditions i feel like they have to have like ac fans like no they shut it off backstage. oh maybe she, maybe for like her yeah but, but like, that's what i'm saying like i feel like a lot of performers do have you know like, like beyonce when thing. she's like turn on the fan yeah interesting but yeah that's absolutely crazy that I, they would do something like I that. I do feel really bad for Taylor Swift because I think a lot she's taking like a lot of the blame when it's very much not her fault. Agreed. Like Agreed. she's put out like three different statements and, and I'm like damn like. She also did end up postponing the shows which like thank God yeah. I think that that was a really like smart decision on her and her team's end. And it's sad too because like Brazil was like so anticipating her like did you see like the Christ the Redeemer statue had yes. like their projection on it? Yeah. Yeah. So it was super sad. I know. Okay, well, um, I can go next. A musical based on Gwyneth Paltrow's ski trial is going to debut in London this December. It's called Gwyneth Goes Skiing. And the music was written by Leland. Oh my God. He is everywhere. First of all, that, like news, because I didn't know of this course. actually. I didn't know it was written by Leland. That's the most random thing to make a musical about. So random. I know. But, like, will it do good? No. Probably will not do good. Here's the thing. It's played... Like, Gwyneth is played by a man in drag, which, like... If if it were a woman, I would be like, 
oh, this has potential. Yeah. Because it just already is not taking itself seriously. That's the thing. I wish that it were taking itself so seriously to the point where it was like, wait, that's kind of good. Yeah. Like that music's kind of, you know what I mean? But now it's just starting off. It just feels like a a campy, like, Yeah. yeah. Which is fun, but like, I don't know why it's being marketed as like a musical. Yeah. News though. Period. Um, my next one is a little like rumor thing I saw today. Not really a rumor, but it's like, it like is happening as we speak. A new tab on Ariana Grande's website was like put there today and it's titled Sweetener 2. News. I like, and then I like looked because I thought it was like a troll account first. And it's really there. I was like, oh, oh my God, she's literally coming. And Sweetener's her best album. I'll say it, like, with my well, full chest. Well, kinda. And Sweetener, too, like, even if it's just, like, a deluxe and there's, like, a few little songs, she's just, like, giving us, like... I could honestly see that happening. Because, like, she probably wants to, like, distract from her whole, like, Ethan Slater storyline and the which has been storyline. Yeah. And, like, release, like, old music. I think that would be smart. I also, I do think that Ariana Grande 7 is like coming next year at some point. Maybe I'm just crazy, but I don't know. She posted these like pictures this week of like, it was actually like her for like the Spamalot premiere or whatever. Yeah. And she was like on a roof and she looked so stunning. And to me, that was like the start of a new era. She's been very active recently. She has for all the wrong reasons, but you know, a girl can dream. Yeah. Okay, well, my next one is that Renee Rapp has released the deluxe version of her debut album, Snow Angel. News. I listened to this on my commute on Friday morning to work. I was, like, impressed. They were, like, good. Yeah. I wasn't, like, wow, like, amazing. It still solidifies itself as a no-skips album, in my opinion. Like, none of the songs were bad at all. Agreed, yeah. I also liked the Coco Jones um, feature, like, honestly, more than the original song, so... Mm -hmm. That was nice. I like that. News. Period. Um, my next one, I kind of touched on this already a little bit, but the Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes has released this past week to like, I feel like it's getting mixed reviews. I don't know. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, but I really liked it, so. Period. Okay, my next one is that the first part of the final season of The Crown is now streaming on Netflix. Snooze. I have never watched The Crown. I don't care. I tried. I was bored. I don't care. Okay. Maybe I just like don't care about like the old seasons because like they're like people like like old royals. Like I don't care. Maybe I should watch like the new stuff because it's like people who are alive right now and like things that are happening like recently, I guess. Well, honestly, Prince Charles is the only one that's like alive. So yeah. Who cares? Well, him and like Princess Anne and like the kids. But is Diana still the kill off Diana already? In this season, yeah. Yeah. Which honestly, I had I was hoping that they would end it right before she dies. Because, like, first of all, like, I have mixed feelings about like depicting her post like death. But also the creator of the crown, his original like start into the royal family was a movie he released called the queen with helen mirren Mm -hmm. and it's it begins when princess diana dies so i was hoping that the crown would connect to that movie oh but now they're like doing another version of it i'm like we we don't need two of these 
yeah, that's weird. But I wish I cared. Serious. Um, I have two more, I guess. I'll do this one first. Because um, I know you're going to snooze it. Um, Sabrina Carpenter Christmas EP, Fruitcake, was released this past Friday. You know what? Before we started this, my friends were texting about it. And they said that it's good. And I have not listened to a single Sabrina Carpenter song. But I will listen. Good. You heard it here first, folks. I mean, I'm still going to snooze just because I haven't listened. You haven't even listened to, like, her, like, album, like, any of it? Like, no. Nonsense, Feather. That's no. crazy. I think no. you would really like it, too. Well, she's, maybe I will listen. She, like, fuck Tate McRae. She's the future of pop. Okay. Sabrina Carpenter. Come on, Disney. Yeah, literally. Okay, well, my next one is that the pre-sale access has been announced for Nicki Minaj's world tour, and she will be coming to Boston for the first time in her career for her, like, solo tour. This is news for sure, but here's the thing. I did not register for ticket pre-sale. Oh. Because I don't know if I intend on going. Why not? When is the show? That's the thing. The dates have not been announced yet. So yeah, I guess it doesn't hurt to register for pre-sale, but I just know like, I'm not as huge as a Nicki fan. Like I would not spend like upwards of like $150 to go see Nicki Minaj. Oh, so then you probably won't be going. Yeah. I can't imagine that the tickets will be like that cheap. No, like see, I like, I shall out like money to go see like Beyonce, Gaga, like all these people. Mm. I would not do that for Nicki Minaj. Like, sure, I like her music, but, like, not that much. I hope no barbs are listening, because tonight you may not, like, make it home alive. Listen, I thought that was last night, but tonight uh, the barbs oh are Oh, my goodness, me. the plot thickens. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so I'll give it news. Okay. My last one is that apparently Adele is rumored to be releasing a makeup line. Yes. Snooze. And you know why I'm going to say snooze? It's not that I don't support my good sis Adele. I love Adele. But I love Adele as a music artist, not exactly. a makeup artist. Exactly. The Adele fans better, like, brace yourself. Whenever this happens, it's never good. Uh-uh. Like, I, I saw this tweet that was like, I wish I could time travel and go back in time to when Savage Fenty came out. So that I could just like never buy something and tell everybody not to buy something from her. Like if you look at all these makeup artists, like or not makeup artists, musicians who have makeup lines now, it's all Rihanna's fault. She was the first one. Honestly. And then we lost so many like, so many mothers to the makeup industry. Gaga, Ari, Selena, like everyone's gone. And that's the thing. It's like celebrities have been releasing perfumes for like decades yeah okay, that's totally fine release a perfume dare i say release a mascara but don't release a whole makeup line because that because the thing is is like duh that's so much easier to do than performing and writing music and it's honestly probably making them more money yeah but the world has enough foundation i know there is enough foundation to go around you everyone can find their shade find it get it move on well, I, that's all I have for news slash news. Same. <laughs> so I think we should go into swipe slash wipe. Great. I can go first. Of course. Um, so my swipe for the week is... This is your swipe? Yes. Okay. Diamond Spotlight. No surprise there. <laughs> he looks fun. He looks like a lot of fun. Agreed. 
He doesn't really look the same in any picture, which is like really confusing to me. Mm. Like this picture looks so different from that picture. Interesting. But I think he's really cute. Um, he can eat. He has a cute dog. Aww. Yeah, that one, I'm enough of personality pictures. Like, I feel like a lot of these are personality pictures actually. Like, well, that's like eating food. I mean, like, I, if that's maybe some people's personalities, but. He's a professional sleep talker. Oh, you should have heard the banter that we had about, like, I'm telling you the entire conversation that I've had with him has lasted for like two days and it's all just banter. Damn. And I love banter. I think it's so cute. I saw your text about that last night. Right? Like, even if it's not like sexy banter, but if it's just like. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So yeah. hopefully that carries through if we hang out in person. Sleep talker, like, I, I'm a sleep talker. I used to sleepwalk, and now I just sleep talk. And like, I my roommate, like last year, like, um, like my direct roommate, would like sometimes like, like think I'm like talking to him. Like I would like sit up and like talk to him in my sleep. Freak. It's weird. So yeah, be careful. <laughs> Will do. Alrighty, and this is my white. <sighs> That's the only picture. Yeah. So he's not on spotlight. Of course not. We we found him with the other plebs in normal <laughs> in normal Tinder. Not plebs. Um yeah, he said, yeah, I'm too introverted for this shit. Asian kid that is in the military and plays games. He's radiant and valorant for those that care. Did you care? Bitch no. Do you even know what Valorant is? No. <laughs> yeah, it's like a video game, but this picture is just like yeah, he's wearing like tactical gear, like has some like crazy like binocular thing on. I don't know. Sweat wipe for sure. Thank you. Agreed. My turn. So I guess actually I'll just start with my with my wipe because I haven't pulled up already. This is there's two pictures. Oh. Well, my swipe was a professional sleep talker. Your wife is a professional liar because the bio starts out queer and attractive. That's <laughs> so humble about it. Only one of those things is true. And based off of these outfits, I think I know which one is the truth. <laughs> what is hedonism? I, I feel like I have an idea, but let me just look. The haircut is so bad. Hedon, oh, okay, yeah, hedonism is the pursuit of pleasure, um, semicolon, sensual self-indulgence. Okay, wait, twin them, though. Okay, <laughs> Um, yeah, it gave me, like, this nice little, like, almost, like, political cartoon. Oh, so maybe not, twin them. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Absolutely not. And I agree that you should have... Wiped, For me, wiped. it was the bowl cut. That was, like, really... The haircut it. is so it's bad. It's horrendous. It's... The angled bangs? Uh-uh. Yeah. No. Well, hopefully my swipe, whose name is... Is a little bit better. He's on Hinge. Um, you can just scroll down. Ooh. Oh, it's giving Troy Savant. Yeah, a little bit. Oh. I... 
I love the like tinge of makeup. The like little. little oh, I didn't bit even see makeup. that. Yeah, I think that he's wearing like mascara, maybe some blush. I think that that's really cute. Okay, abs. Oh my god, he has his hag in two pictures. That's so cute. Period. Wait, so cute. Oh, I love this like last one. I feel like yeah. that's really sexy. I recently discovered that buying cute little things every day apparently deletes my depletes my bank account. Oops. That's actually the message that I like slid up on. Oh, what did you say? I just like liked it. Oh, I didn't God. say anything. Boring. He does have his hag with him. Twice. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's cute. He's 5'10, which is like pretty good. Lives on Beacon Hill. Shit. Oh. All right. Well, I think that's it for the mini games. Into part three review. Review, but let's review our Thanksgivings first. Of course, yes, because this is about not only the movie but also the holiday itself. I'll just get into it and say I think that Thanksgiving is such an underrated holiday. I I love food. And that's like why I love Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. But also I think like seeing family, of course. Like Yeah. I don't like Thanksgiving. I don't like this like holiday season. Mm. Which I know is a very unpopular take, but I'm just like I'm really sick of like corporate America. Um and like I'm just really sick of like people caring more about like Black Friday than they do about like Thanksgiving really? because that's a thing like I, I at first I thought that that was just like a trope but like I know so many people that are like me and my family we eat dinner and then we go straight to like the stores and I'm just like that is crazy it's crazy too because I was talking I forget with who I maybe it was like my coworkers or something about how Thanksgiving is like really the only holiday in America that's like not like capitalized and like commercialized and so they made up a holiday called black friday to make it so that it was yeah i don't know like i just i i love thanksgiving because like i love to cook and like the past couple of years now that i've begun like cooking and especially baking like i'm starting to find enjoyment in like the prep for thanksgiving i also love friendsgiving i love a friendsgiving like for me the holiday season has its like benefits being in college because like a lot of my friends that I rarely see throughout the school year, I'm able to see like over the break, which is great. Um, but like other than that, like, I don't know, like I do get just really moody around the holidays to begin with. But like for me, Thanksgiving is kind of just like a reminder that like, I don't know, that, like, we really only see the people that we love, like, so infrequently for the most part. You know, like, I don't know. Now I'm just getting, like, miserable. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. So, but you mentioned, like, let's try to, like, I'll try to, like, lighten it up of, here. Of course, yes, please. You mentioned Find that, um, yeah, you mentioned you like to, like, cook and prep and, like, bake. And I've had some of your big things. They're pretty good. So what are you bringing to the Thanksgiving table this year? I'm bringing four pies. Well, three pies and one pie. Uh, sorry. Yeah, three pies and one cake. You're making them all? Yes. 
Oh my God. So this year, my mom decided, because we do host Thanksgiving. Yeah. My mom decided that I would take over all of the desserts so that no one would bring any desserts, which is great because like my family, we, like everyone brings a dessert and then like only a couple people like bring food. Yeah. So like we're a very big like dessert household and, or not household, but just like extended family as well. Because it's very easy to pick that stuff. That's up. so true. That's like how like Friendsgiving was. That's I, my Friendsgiving. I was shocked there wasn't more desserts. Like, and that's what I was expecting. So I was like, okay, great. If I'm gonna take over desserts, I'm gonna go like balls to the walls. So I'm making a peanut butter pie, which I made last year, and it was a huge hit. Yum. I'm making um, a cannoli pie. Yeah, I found the recipe, like, a couple days ago, and I'm like, oh, I need to try this. Especially because, like, my family would bring cannolis. Um, I'm making the apple, upside-down apple cake that I've made, like, a couple times. Everyone loves that one. And then I'm also going to be making a maple pumpkin pie. So that'll actually be served at a Friendsgiving that's happening um, on Tuesday. But I'm assuming that there will be leftovers of that, so I'll just bring it for Thanksgiving. Perfect, yeah. And what are you cooking up? Um, I don't do the cooking on Thanksgiving. Oh, who does? My family. So what do you do? What do you do successfully? <laughs> Quickly. I just, like, chill. I help. Like, I'll, I'll like, help. I'll, like, I'll set. Because, like, we're hosting this year also. I'll, like, help, like, set stuff up, like, clean the house and stuff. Because, like... And, like, people will, like, bring stuff, too. Like, my mom cooks a lot, and then, like, my, like, family cooks a lot. I'll just, like, be there. I'll be like, hey. You know what? That's another thing that I don't really like about the holidays in general, but just, like, Thanksgiving specifically. Like, why do women have to do all the work? And this is not, like, targeted, like, towards you specifically, but, like, truly, like, my mom is, like, batshit crazy about like certain stuff with Thanksgiving. And like to the point where like she'll sit down to eat for like five minutes and then she'll be up like cleaning. Mm. And I'm just like, how do you find enjoyment in this? And she doesn't, which is another another reason why I don't like the holidays. That's interesting though, because I feel like, so like obviously turkey's like a centerpiece dish on Thanksgiving, in my family at least. Like I don't think my mom or like any like, like woman in my life has ever like made the turkey. It's, it's always, always been the guys, yeah. The guys don't do shit in my family, like, at all. Like, my older brother will, like, maybe bring, like, veal or, like, some jerky that he, like, whipped up. But, like, uh uh-uh. Like, I don't think there's a single man that, like, does anything for my holidays. And that's the thing, too. It's, like, you know, going back to my mom, like, girl works, like, on Thanksgiving, on Christmas Eve, on Christmas Day. Like... If it falls on, like, a weekday. Like, I'm working Black Friday. Like, I only have two days off this break. And again, like, I'm not saying that, like, it's anybody's fault but my own. But at the same time, it's just kind of like, I don't know. Like, can we all just, like, chill for a couple? I mean, obviously, some of us can, but. Oh, anyway. (laughs) JK. But, yeah, I'm excited for it. Me too. I think it'll be a good, even just, like, a break. Like, I'm just excited to, like, break. I know. All in all, like, I am actually excited um, because you're right. Like, it is 
we honestly are very blessed to have like healthy, happy families. Yeah. Um, that we can like spend time with. So yeah, that's all that matters in the end. True. That being said, I think we should get into the movie Thanksgiving. The other Thanksgiving. Yes, and going into this movie, I had very very low expectations. I saw the 80% on Rotten Tomatoes and I was like... 90%. 90. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how can this be? I was like, this looks so unserious and like stupid. Mm -hmm. And I was blown away, to say the least. Oh, me too. Like, it was so good. Like, maybe the best horror movie I've seen in a while. Oh, I have to agree. Like, here's the thing. The trailer was released like, I don't know, like a month or so ago. I watched it and I was like, oh, this looks so bad. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, it's Thanksgiving themed. Like, that's so cringy. Like, and then when the reviews came out, I was like, wait a minute. Like, and it's not like the reviews came out one day and then they tanked. Like, they've been consistently really, really good. So then I was like, wait a minute. So we saw it one day after it came out. So, like, we were still very early to, like, seeing it. And... Like, I was, I, my expectations were surpassed. Yeah, I agree. So the premise of the movie, like, you guys should go see it, I think. Agree. Don't, like, just take our word for it, but go see it. Basically, it takes place in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Everyone has, like, really, like, glamorized, like, Boston accents. Yeah. Like, overdone. That was funny. That was funny, yeah. But, um, there's, like, a huge, like, fight that breaks out on Black Friday. Like, people die. It's, like, this whole thing. Because, like, people break into the store early. And then a year later, this, like, guy dressed in, like, a John Carver, like, pilgrim costume, like, kills all of the people involved, like, in that as, like, revenge on Thanksgiving. And something that the movie did really well, I think, is it started out with that whole, like, Black Friday scene. That was so campy and so ridiculous. And I was like, oh, this is going to be really, really bad. And then when it ha- when it was, like, one year later, all of a sudden, like, the mood completely shifted. It was a total tone shift, yeah. And I was like, oh, I think, like, coming out of it, I realized that, like, I think that first part was meant to, like, subvert expectations. Yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah, I agree. And here's, like, another thing that, like, kind of, like, threw me off. Like, I love Addison Ray. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I, we all know to love Addison Exactly. But when I, when I saw her, like, on, like, in on the, the movie. On the big screen. Yeah. I, I did, that honestly gave me low expectations for the film as well. Like. Really? Yeah. Just because I feel like casting her is such a choice, like, that a lot of people associate Addison Rae with TikTok, obviously, mm-hmm. and TikTok dances. And, like, that's why I don't think a lot of people, like, took her music seriously and why I don't think a lot of people, like, were going to take her in this seriously because she's just TikTok Addison Rae. Like, she can't, like, sing or act. Um, but she did. I agree. I think for, like, this is a really good genre to sort of, like, get her foot in the door in terms of, like, acting. Like, granted, she did, like, He's All That, which, like, that was, just looks so bad that I didn't even want to try watching. That's where Jessica Miles Torres is from, though. Okay. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> what a what a niche reference you just made. <laughs> I hope everyone knows who that is. Um. Anyways, like 
I think that this movie and this like kind of genre is great for her to like start out in mm. because she can like show that she has range, but also doesn't need to be like giving an Oscar worthy performance. Yeah. I mean, she was kind of a minor character, I thought. I honestly think that she could have just played the lead, if I'm being honest. The lead was very flat. Agreed. Like, the the lead character gave nothing special to the point where I was like, if that was the caliber that they were looking for, I'm sure that Addison Wright could have done that just fine. And honestly, then the movie probably could have been marketed even better. Yeah, because if you have Addison, like, a huge name as, like, your title. Because were there really any other big actors? Just Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, I was going to say, just him. I didn't know anyone else besides no, him and Addison. Same. same. So... What were some of your, like, favorite parts of the movie? I loved all of the kills, honestly. Agreed. I thought, like, it was so, like, so creative. And one that sticks out to me is, like, on one of the cheerleaders, she was, like, jumping on the trampoline. And the killer, like, goes under and, like, stabs her every time, like, she bounces back down. That was really cool. But mostly all of the other deaths, like, were related to, like, Thanksgiving in some way. Yeah. Like... The stepmom getting baked in the oven like a turkey. And then she was like the turkey on the table. That and was like... he made the husband like eat, eat her. her. That was crazy. Like there were some moments I was genuinely like scared. Yeah, too. no, there were so many moments, especially during the killings where I literally needed to look away because I was like, I can't be scarred by this. Like there was that one. And then also the... Um, oh, the corn was in the so ear. nasty and foul. Like... Ooh. That was so gross. There was another one that was, like, really, like, gross, I feel like. Was it the last one when he, like, beat his head with the meat cleaver? Yeah. That was... I, I didn't watch any of that. Like, I saw him swing up the meat cleaver, and I literally looked away for a solid, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, but I think, like... I think the, the movie did such a great job of, like, like, finding, like, the intersection of, like, camp and, like, horror... Because yeah. a lot of the killings were so campy and, like, I've never seen anything done like it before, but it worked so well for what the movie was. Exactly. It would have been one thing if they were, like, really silly ways to... Or, like, they were really silly ways to die, but if they treated it like they were silly. But the way that they, like, went about it, it was, like, gruesome. Because I so could see this movie, like, have being turned into something like a scary movie. Like, if you just take this movie and shift the tones and, like, the way it was filmed a little bit, this is literally a scary movie. Exactly. Which, honestly, I think is what the horror genre does best. We were talking at the, um, like, Walk Home. There's a difference between, like, a thriller and a horror movie. Yes. And a thriller is, like, serious, like, I'm believing every single aspect of this story. Like Things like Sil Jordan Peele. Yeah, Jordan Peele, Silence of the Lambs, even Halloween in some moments. But then there's a horror movie where it's like, this shit could never happen. Yeah, I agree. And I think this falls, honestly, like in the middle of those two. Right, which I think is what makes a really good, scary movie. Agreed. And Addison Rae was one of the final girls. Yes, so. we were rooting for her so hard. It was so funny. Like, every single time she came on the screen, we were like, ah! And then, like, the entire audience was, like, quiet. <laughs> no, they were secretly all there for her. It's okay. Oh, my God. But can we talk about how many people were there? It was packed. And, like, how many people were, like, young, like, white girls? Yeah, maybe they were there for Addison, honestly. That's what I'm saying. Like, there were so many people where I was, like... Oh, like you listened to nothing on but the radio before you got here. 
Guilty. Yeah, honestly. But no, it was a packed movie. And I honestly hope it like continues that way. Like I think it deserves a lot of like attention. And also it fills such a like void in like like holiday movies there's not thanksgiving movies and now there is one yes i feel like every friendsgiving each year i'm gonna be watching this movie with all of the girls yeah because honestly i could definitely see myself re-watching that agreed which we didn't i didn't say this about priscilla i was just gonna say that this brings up a really great point did you think that thanksgiving was better than priscilla in in I'm some say ways, it. yes. I did. Yes. Not, I I'm not going to say in some way. I'm, I'm not beating around the bush. I did. I just don't want to discredit Priscilla because obviously it was such a wonderful movie. But like I said last week and like I'll say again now, I don't think it had a rewatch value. Like I would not rewatch Priscilla. I thought it was like very artistically like good, which like, I don't know. This was just like, to me, like Thanksgiving was just like a movie, like. Thanksgiving's a movie, Priscilla is a film. You know what I mean? I do, but I feel like I'm I'm saying that Thanksgiving is better than Priscilla for different reasons than you are, I think. Because like I can appreciate Priscilla for like all of its like artistry and how beautiful it was and how phenomenal the acting was. But like I was sitting in that theater, like, why am I here? Bored. Thanksgiving did not have me bored ever. I wasn't bored with Priscilla though. I'm saying that like I left the theater and I was like, okay, so like, like, how should I feel changed by this? I left Thanksgiving being like, I went there to have a good time. I was distracted by like all of the other shit going on in my life. And it was fun. Mm -hmm. Like if Priscilla left me, like you should hate yourself. Like life is terrible. I would be like, okay, great. But at least it gave me something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's my whole reasoning. Like Thanksgiving, I was like, oh, I got the point. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess I'm saying I like Thanksgiving better. Period. Because I would rewatch it. Like, yeah. I would, it's so much fun. That's the thing, like, is like coming back and, um, like her mom really wants to see it. I would go. I would go. Come on, percent. Woo! Girl's trip to see Addison. Oh, yeah, it was really, really good. So, anything else you want to say on it or? No, I I just think that everyone should see this movie. Yeah, take our word for it, but don't take this as seeing the movie. Go see it. Yes, I mean, that's the other thing. We keep doing all of these, like, movie reviews, and you're always like, go see it now. I'm like, girl, I hope they aren't going to see it after listening to this. True, hopefully you're here having already seen Thanksgiving. Because if you haven't already bought your tickets to see Addison, first of all, you're doing her a disservice. Literally. And then you're going to have us spoil it for you. It's not I know. fair. Yeah, Patrick Dempsey is the killer, you guys. <laughs> that was, that's before we end, I guess. That's another thing. It was like, it was kind of predictable, I thought. See, I didn't, honestly. Really? I did not I, There was one point where like, I knew. I was like, okay. It was either him or the boyfriends. Sure. I was honestly waiting for it to be like somebody that we just forgot about that was in like the opening scene that like, just like disappeared completely see that's what i think the movie did like really well it was like tying back so many like random characters like the like the football player from like whatever town yeah i was like oh maybe like he could be the killer but then they killed him and i was like oh okay so 
when they started killing like really minor characters like that I was like so then it's an important character mm. you know what that's true yeah. I just was a little slow to the game I think I realized it um when they were like doing the like SWAT attack because they were showing all of the like police officers and like all of the detectives and he was but there. him yeah and I was like oh okay yeah Another really scary scene for me, actually, like, this is my, like, final thought, but, um, was the very end of the movie, like, when she's, like, in bed with her boyfriend, and she, like, sees something in the closet, and she gets, like, a flash, or, like, she's having a nightmare, and there's, like, fire, and he comes out and grabs her. That made me jump, like... And what a great way to end the movie, because it literally, that was, like, the final moment, and then it was, like, roll credits, and we were all, like, ah! Like, yeah. it was, like, so exhilarating in yeah. such a good way, and I think that that was a great way to keep the energy up all the way through the end. Agreed. Yeah. Well, speaking of endings... That, thanks for listening to us, guys. We'll never, ever see you again. Stop doing that. No, 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 no. Well, like we said earlier, this is the last official episode of Verb slash Hag season one. But. There's more. There is more. There will be two live episodes filmed and recorded in a performance space at the school that I attend, keeping that secret. And you should definitely come see it. How will they know the performance space if... Well, we can post about it on the Instagram. True. If you are not following us on Instagram, go do that now. Yes. And stay tuned because we will be announcing the official days and times for those shows. They'll be uncensored, unedited, unfiltered bra like you've never heard frog slash hag before period and keep a lookout because when you buy tickets which you all will be doing we'll be asking you questions so you can be a little involved in the show yes we'll be asking for some questions for us and we'll be asking some questions of you Exactly. So get ready, because that's going to be a good time. I'm so excited. Yay. Well, for everybody that has listened to the past nine episodes, or even like one, two, eight, we love ya. And for everyone who didn't listen to Roni part two. <laughs> Not us revealing that that one flopped. Go back and listen to that. Literally, though, you guys, we put so much thought into the Roni episode. Yeah. <laughs> and it flopped, so... <laughs> That make us happy, please. Thank you. We can't blame the Gen Z listeners for no. not watching We're... a millennial show. Michael Maruli, I know you like oh, Roni, oh so God, go wait. listen. Michael Maruli, we need to send our love to you. We're so sorry. Okay, wait. Actually, though, okay, now we're just completely, like, riffing, but, like, did you watch this week's episode of Drag Race UK? No, I have not watched since episode one. <laughs> but, Michael Maruli, you're in the top four. Congratulations. Michael is in the top four, and she had the most beautiful makeover moment with this like 65 year old man like gay man such i really do recommend watching this episode because what a beautiful like relationship that they mm. had and michael like i really am rooting for you i know Period. that we were coming for you initially but like i really am standing you you've made a stands yeah so we love you michael maruli we love you listeners. love you babs love you <laughs> <laughs> okay well i think that it's time that we should end it agreed okay goodbye bye you guys